that we are going to talk about just going into your future today um by now i think we have been working on our dream life we've been writing on you know the things that we like god to do for us in our dream life manifesto i think it was there in one of our workbooks we spent some time decoding our desires uh, to get more clarity removing fleshly desires and make you know begin to start seeing things, you know, starting to see God speaking to our lives. And I believe as we have journeyed every single day, we're getting closer and closer to God. Uh, remember the whole essence of these challenges draw us closer and closer and closer to God. And I pray that that shall be real. That's one of the greatest miracles that can happen in your life is just continuously get closer and get closer and closer to God. Um, and um, we know that you are you are you need to rewrite your goals, your dream life manifesto. You've got more clarity. We are removing pride and and greed. Especially when you write our desires, we are writing them not from a position of greed, uh, but from a position of humbleness. Uh, as we do that, and um, you know the desired calling process has helped us remove what is not important and has brought should be able to bring clarity into what is really important for for us. And today we want to just jump on that again, just to build on, on that. And we want to talk about the principle of just being able to jump into your future uh, today and begin experiencing what God has in store for you. And this is a very important aspect for our work with God. It's very important for us as we pray, as we serve God, um, to be able to um, you know, just jump into your future and, and, and see what God has in store for you. And we base this. Uh, from two scriptures in Genesis chapter 15 is the Lord's covenant with Abraham. And the Bible says, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. He said, him, do not be afraid, Abraham. I'm your shield, your very great reward. Uh, I just want you to know that for God to come and tell Abraham, do not be afraid. It means Abraham was beginning to develop fear. Um, um, and so God comes to him and he tells him, Abraham, don't be afraid. And as we journey through life, brethren, we can become fearful. Um, there are moments when we can begin to fear, when you don't know where to get your school fees tomorrow, you can get fearful. Uh, when you have debt and things, debts to be paid, you can become fearful. When you are struggling to provide for your family and things are tough, you can become fearful. Um, when uh, you have, you're struggling with uh, passing papers and in, in, in your school and you can become fearful. Um, when you when there are things in your life that has not happened, you know, maybe you have been trusting God for children or, and then it's not happening, you can become fearful. Maybe you have been looking for a job for a long time and and you haven't gotten it, you can become fearful. Um, and, and it's true, as we journey with God, we can become fearful. But the Bible says, um, you know, at this point in time when Abraham was getting fearful, the Lord came to him 
And he told him, do not be afraid. And so this morning, I don't know where you are. Maybe you are in the state you know, where Abraham was. I want to encourage you, my sister, don't, don't fear. Don't fear hanging there. Um, it doesn't matter how difficult it is. Hanging there for another day. Uh, God is faithful. He will come through for you. Uh, whatever it is that you're standing on the brink of, don't fear. Uh, don't fear this. Then we, we we get we get a lot of things coming through our lives. Some we can talk about, some we can't talk about. But don't fear, my sister. Don't fear. Be be encouraged. Um, first two, the Bible said, but Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Elias of Damascus. Um, and Abraham said, You have given me no child, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Uh, fast forward, then the word of the Lord came to him. He said, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring. Uh, the scripture continues uh, there. It's a long one, so we won't read all of it in the interest of time. But I want to just um, say a few words here. Now, Abraham had become fearful. Abraham had, uh, had, had, had been given a promise by God that he'll enlarge him, and uh, he, he had been walking in obedience. But uh, in his life, he didn't have a child, and, and this was becoming a big issue for him. Everything else was going well. Uh, he has become wealthy. He had fought many battles and overcome. Uh, he was living righteously at flocks and hearts. But there was this one thing which was a big problem for him. And that was a child. And this morning, I want to say, I know, may never see anything else. And this is where Abraham was. Um, but I, I love what God did to Abraham. You know, he promised him, I'll bless you, I'll expand you. But Abraham's faith was beginning to fade. And then what he did was, he, he told him, he, he, he took up, the Bible says in verse 4, is what I want to focus on. Um, in verse in, in 5, he said, he took him outside. And he told him, look up the sky and count stars. And what he was doing here, uh, he was trying to encourage Abraham to begin to walk into his future today. Uh, imagine how his future would look like. And um, he took him outside. In the, he told him, can you count the stars? And he did an encounter with God at that point in time. But basically what God did to Abraham was he, he, get, he gave him the opportunity to just imagine what his future was going to look like. He told him, look, can you count the stars? Look up in the skies. Can you count the stars? That's how I'm going to bless you. That's how you shall be. And it was in that moment, Abraham was able to walk into his future that Abraham's faith got reignited. And from there on, God went on to bless him uh, with, uh, with, a, with a charm. And this morning, as we journey with God, one of the greatest thing, experiences as we pray is to just be able to you know, to go into the future and experience what God has in store for you. Um, we can, through, you know, in prayer and meditation, um, through what God has given us, because you, the human being is the only one that has imagination, you can be able to step into your future today and actually experience that, um, that, that future today. In, and you, are, so you can spiritually step into your future. You can imagine what God is going to do for you and be able to walk it. You can walk your future today. And this is what Abraham uh, did here with God. Now, I also want to use the scripture in Numbers chapter 13, 
to just show you again, um, your ability to be able to walk into your future today is very important uh, as you fight battles. Now, in Numbers chapter 13, um, is this, Moses is with the children of Israel. They are about to go to the promised land. So here it says, Moses sent them to explore the land. And he said, go up through the Negev and onto the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. Now, God had brought the children of Israel from Egypt and they'd come near and they were about to go into the promised land, the land that God had promised them. But God knew for them to be able to, to, to have the courage to fight, uh, to have the faith to cross the Jordan River and take on Jericho and take on all the kingdoms and the communities that live in that land. God needed to, them to have a glimpse of what that promised land looked like. So he, he ordains, he asked Moses to send people and Moses selected, he selected some of his best men you know, to go out there and explore the land. And the principle here is that God wanted them to get an idea of what that land would look like, because that would come and encourage them as they went ahead to fight. And so the principle of you being able to have a glimpse of what it is that God has in store for you today inspires you to fight. It inspires you to, um, to confront the devils that the enemy brings around. It enables you to overcome the mountains that sometimes we have to cross as we journey with God. When you have a clear glimpse of what it is that God has promised you, you can be able to overcome the temptations of today. Um, if you don't know where you're going, if you have not had a glimpse, you've not touched, you've not walked um, the, the promise, if you've not seen it, you, you've, you've not touched and felt it, you can be overwhelmed by today's challenges. But if God wanted the children of Israel to go to the promised land and walk there, walk, look at the, the fruits of the land, look at the, 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 the type of soil, and the Bible says they came carrying the fruits of the land, the honey and the milk that had been promised to God. God wanted them to go and walk it, get up, touch it. Um, be able to get a claims and say, you know what, it is worth fighting for. It is worth, it's worth fighting for. And, and that's exactly how God wants us to, to be. When God gives us a promise and, 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 and a, a dream, we can walk it today. Because when you begin to walk it today before it happens, then you can be able to stand your ground and fight. You can be able to withstand temptation. You can be able to overcome the challenges, the others. Because you have clarity of what God has promised you. And so we see these two principles, one being applied um, with God and Abraham, where it takes him and he's able to walk into the future. And then also the children of Israel going there to physically walk actually the land, so that when they now come and they begin running people to cross over and fight and engage and, and do battle, they know what it is that they are fighting for. And so this morning, God has given us the power, the ability to imagine um, the, the, our future. And I want to tell you, if you can have clarity on what God is promising you and you're able to walk it, it soon becomes 
a reality in your life. And so this principle of being able to walk into your future, visioning process of what God has promised you, it is a very, very powerful principle uh, today. And I want to say every time I've, I've, you know, some of the things that have manifested in my life, even in this ministry, the things that have manifested in this ministry, there are things that we are able to walk into our future, into our future before they happened. I know most of you know those of us who have been here for um you know for some time. I think you remember. I think it must have been um either in it must have been in uh, the, the, around two thousand and four or something like that. And uh, that time we didn't have. Um, we didn't. We we knew that we needed to have a cream center. I think we knew we needed to have a place where we would be able to meet and do conferences. Um, at that time, I think it was early two thousands. Um, and and we knew we, because we would do these conferences in hotels, and it was becoming just impossible for us. It was becoming expensive. We knew it was not sustainable, and we knew that it was it was a, we needed to get our own place where we could be able to meet. And I remember, you know, very clearly as we were praying um, and really believing God for a place. And we remember, the, you know, describing it. I think it was one of the meetings um, that we were with. I think it was in Mombasa, in one of the meetings. It was one of our funding day meetings. And I remember, you know, telling the brethren, those were in that meeting. It was years before this crime center became materialized, so it came into existence. But we knew it was going to be off Mombasa Road. And I knew exactly where it was going to be. We knew it was going to be near here. And and we saw, you know, we saw the place, we saw the place lighting, we saw the lights, we saw the place changing, we saw the place being green, we saw the place um being um, a place that you could walk and and it was, a, it was going to be a blessing to everybody and, and nobody would be able to ignore us, we would be able to know exactly where we were, we could see it exactly as it was. That was many years ago. And you know what, as we were able to walk into that future. Most of you remember that remember that meeting. Um that, that meeting as we were describing it and, and we were describing how you know vehicles would be able to pick us from the road and they would take us to the crime center and that day and, and we were describing how the place was going to be and there'll be you know vehicles picking us from the road and, and driving us there and, and the vehicles being parked and all of us parking in that place. It was many years ago. But today as we speak, we are seeing it coming to pass. We have seen it come to pass exactly as it was. But 15 years ago, we were able to walk in what would now today become the Krem Center. We didn't know how it was like, but we were able to walk in that time. We began to experience it. We began to walk inside it. We began to, um, to, to, to do things inside there. And it has, it has become a reality. It has become a reality. We were able to you know, just to walk in and we were able to, um, you know, to walk in and, and enter in before it happened. Now, I'm using that as an example just to illustrate, um, you know, what, what we mean by walking into your future today. We were able to walk into the Krem Center as it is today, 15 years ago. But today it has become a reality. And what I want to encourage us today, and I'm just using that as an example because it impacts all of us, is something that we have seen, is something that we, you know, we, we've watched it, we've seen it come to pass, and, and, and all of us here. And I really claim exactly the same thing for our lives. As God deposits things in your life, your dream life, your vision, things that you want to accomplish in your life, whether in ministry, in your personal life, in business, in your work, 
if you have the ability to walk into them today and begin to walk in, begin to experience them as in prayer, I'm talking about in the spirit. Remember we said we are, we are spiritual beings in our physical body. You need to spiritually walk into that promise. You need to see yourself holding that child um, and you know, that child that God has promised you, you need to see yourself holding the child. You need to see that your, your children growing up and being mighty. You need to praise them. You need to be able to touch them. You need to greet them. And, and you need to see them growing up and being mighty. Yeah, you need to see yourself walking into, into that house and, and getting the keys and walking that home of yours. And exactly as it is, you need to be able to enter into that home, open the rooms, and open the kitchen, go into the kitchen, go around the house, sit on the veranda, receive visitors out there, welcome them into your yard, um, you know, walk into your living room, put on the television and, and begin to watch, um, you know, to watch programs and go into your into your closet and, and step using, go into your bedroom and kneel down and begin to pray in that bedroom. Walk around compound and, and enjoy the scenery. Receive your friends. Receive the fellowship into your house. And you're walking spiritually into that property. But you know that God has promised you. You need to walk in and begin walking in it. Begin experiencing it. As if it is real. As if it is today. And, and it's in prayer. It's, uh, as you meditate on God's word. You're walking in spiritually into what has not become a reality. And you're standing there and you're even talking to yourself and, and encouraging, talking to your own self now. And saying, for, for being faithful, and for staying cold. You're not happening in things and malice. Thank you for being obedient, for you to be able to reach here and you're speaking for yourself. You are going to your future. You have been that which God has given you. You have experienced the promotion of God. You have gone to that corner office and you are the one leading the company now. And you are addressing the meeting and you are addressing the staff and you are the one leading the strategy. You are opening up rooms and you are doing the address and, and maybe it is, um, you know, your health because you have been really struggling with your health. You are seeing a healthy you. You know, standing out there full of health and fragrant and 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 walking and running and, and speaking and bringing and, and running around and just doing the something, you know, you want it to be. You have a vision, a mission that is showing peace and love and vision that is thriving and where everybody is happy and, and the economy is doing well and lives are doing the right thing and, and we, we are moving in the spirit today. That power that is so powerful, the more real it becomes, the moment you begin to walk into your future, you become unstoppable because you stop focusing on your today's problems. You stop, you stop focusing on the child you don't have. You stop focusing on the on the river Jordan. You stop focusing on the enemies around you. You begin to see yourself in the promised land. That's what we mean by being able to walk into the future. When you begin, begin to pray like that, prayer takes a completely different turn. You can be in the prayer meeting for five hours. Um you know, the overnight prayer meetings like the one we have tomorrow will become so short because there's so much 
There's so much you want to do. You want to spend time in your future, not in your present. Every time you connect with God and, and you are in prayer, you, you go forth and, and begin touching the things that God has promised you. You begin living there. You because the moment you begin, they began, they begin to materialize, they begin to crystallize one after the other. You see them coming to pass because you are now walking by faith. You are beginning to live in your future. And you cannot be held, you cannot be held a prisoner at your current state. You know, that is that's such an important principle of us as Christians. And so this morning, I wanted to just encourage you in that because I believe it's good to transform your prayer life. Um, the reason why we will pray for a few minutes and get tired is because you're praying in your today. Uh, you're praying in your today. You're so focused on your today's challenges. Um, and, and that's why you become weak in prayer. But the more you begin to operate in this realm of walking in your future, didn't focus on what God has promised you. You begin to live differently. You, you are, you are, your speech changes. You are because you are your current state. You are always operating in your future state. Your vocabulary changes. Your language changes. The way you speak changes because you don't look down upon yourself because you're not looking at your current state, but you are looking at your future state which is what God wants us to be. And so this morning, brethren, I pray that it shall encourage you. Um, and, and, and there are several ways of getting to it. There are several steps of getting to your future. Number one, get into a meditative state. And we've talked about meditation here, where you go in, take those three deep breaths, get into a confidence, connect with God, and be in a place where you know you have time and you're not being interrupted. Uh, connect with God. You can use mantras. You can worship God. Begin by worshiping God and playing music and just being there and just connect with God. And once you do that, you begin to imagine yourself, as I've said, standing before that future you. And uh, you begin to look at yourself in that future state. Um, you know, on that wedding day and you walk in the earth and you can walk that state and um, in your family, with your, with, your, with your family, with your spouse, in your job, and you know, that job that you desire, you, you imagine yourself walking and get off and enter reporting for duty. And you begin to him opening the door for you, call for him for opening the door for you to apply for that job and for you to go through the interview and, and for you to be accepted and for you to walk in. You need to walk that office on the first day and, and you're working hard and you're giving your all and you're thank God and you're seeing the company and, and you know as you come in, you 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 go in and just get put in mass in your future, thanking God for what he has done for you. And you can be in that state for so long. Um and when you finally finishes, you come out and back to where you are, you'll be able to appreciate God in a very different way. This is such a transformative way of being in the presence of God, not just praying for the present, but actually being able to go into the future through meditation and being able to connect with God and, and living there, just live there, live there, live there. And um, when you do that, you find it even difficult to come back. You just want to remain there and, and as you, you know, as you come out and you start doing life, you find that you're actually not living in your today, you are living into the future. And the future is the promise 
that God has laid for you. And that's what is called walking by faith. Walking by faith. So when you hear people talk, our language changes. We speak things as if they are uh, things that are, they are, are not there as if they are there. That is faith. When we begin to do that, surely the children that we desire, the Bible tells all Abraham, you shall get a child. And it came to pass. God blessed him with a child. That which was a big problem for him became a very, very, um, you know, a very simple thing. And Abraham went on to get more, more, more children in his lifetime and was a blessing. This morning, I don't know what it is that you are trusting God for. I want to encourage us as we go to pray. Let us not pray from the present. Let us dive into our Oh, oh, oh. 